Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with October 27, 1910, Part 2, pages 46 and 47. October 27, 1910, Part 2. In order to achieve this, we should make use of any lawful and worthy means available to us, the cassock of the priest or the habit of the religious, or, if need be, the clothes of the layman. We can use every trade, profession, every field of learning or labor, and even our own blood. Everything that is good and created by God can be used, if need be, for the greater glory of God and for the good of the Church. For you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. That's from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 23. Each and every field of work can thus be useful, but especially the priestly ministry, which is concerned with educating and organizing people. This field has enormous possibilities. Keeping in mind and selecting that which will result in the greater gl glory of God and best meet the needs of the Church. What is to be our mark of distinction, then? Our self-denial and our wholehearted dedication to God and to His Church, our inner spiritual life, and, on the other hand, our work with and among people, gathering about us people of goodwill, also a fearless zeal that knows no vacillation or faint-heartedness, ready for anything, willing to risk anything that might be needed for the greater glory of God, for the good of the church, for the salvation of souls, a spirit of initiative, disciplined and ordered within the bonds of perfect obedience. Each one of us ought to try to become skilled in some field for the benefit of the rest of the community. But here, too, there must be order and discipline, so that each individual would not go off on his own, but that all pull together. We should live together in the closest unity joined by the bonds of brotherly love, ready to give our lives for each other, one for all and all for one. One of the most pressing needs of our times is, it seems to me, to involve larger groups of people from every segment of society in a more active apostolate for the faith and the growth and defense of the Church. Just as at the present time good Catholics are involved in charitable institutions, they could also become active for the propagation of the faith and in making the church better known and loved. Laymen and women could do so much good here once they have been instructed and educated in matters of faith and better informed about the needs of the church. Fired with holy zeal, they could then be organized into groups and actively involved in the task of spreading the faith. They could bring Christ into those places where we priests do not have access. We should gather such people of goodwill around us and prepare them for such an apostolate, which would certainly result in the greater glory of God and promote the welfare of the Church. As for us, a special characteristic of our work among the people should be our ability to organize, unite, and direct them toward the task of spreading the faith and defending the Church. 
Well, in the second part of this journal entry, Blessed George reflects on how to achieve the goal of serving Christ in all things. He is open to being flexible. For 240 years at that point, the Marians had worn a white habit. Their founder wanted that habit to reflect the uh, purity of Mary in her Immaculate Conception, Blessed St. Stanislaus Papchinsky. Now, Blessed George was open to wearing it, but the persecution of the religious communities made it impossible at that time. The Marians were forced to live clandestinely. He writes that he was open to whatever was possible, the cassock of the priest or the habit of the religious, or, if need be, the clothes of a layman. There are different requirements during times of persecution. What will then be the identifying sign of the Marians if they can't wear a common habit? They they can become known, according to Blessed George, by the holiness of their lives. Blessed George wants them to gain a reputation for their self-denial and their wholehearted dedication to God and to his church, to their spiritual lives. Blessed George chose a motto for the Marians, for Christ and the church. He wanted that to be the heart of who we are. Blessed George often wrote about zeal, the ardor of charity, that fire of the Holy Spirit that gives us the strength to accomplish great things for God. And Blessed George was aware that during the persecutions, each Marian should have some kind of a skill which would allow him to survive and make a living if the persecutions didn't allow the community to live in common. But when living in common, the men needed to find a balance between using their individual talents and gifts and serving the needs of the community. He also saw the possibilities of the laity assisting the religious in the work of spreading the kingdom and of the faith. With proper training and formation, they can touch many hearts. Some religious communities have third orders or secular members. We have the Association of Marian Helpers and the Confraternity of the Immaculate Conception with the Blue Scapular. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.